There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, everybody, on the alert. Here goes. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert update. A quick look at what's happening in entertainment. So much dirt. On My Talk. My Talk. Well, this is going to be juicy. Luxury department store chain Neiman Marcus is filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy, citing the unprecedented disruption of business during the pandemic. Uh, the company shut down all 67 of its stores in mid-March and later furloughed nearly all of its 14,000 employees. Stores will remain closed until at least May 31st. Uh, and if you're trying to still find some Clorox wipes to sanitize areas down, you're probably having a tough time. Uh, the chairman and CEO of Clorox told Yahoo Finance that the supply of wipes will be touch and go until the summer. They have increased production of the sought-after pandemic product by 40%, but stores can't keep the wipes in stock. All right, we'll step aside Clark Kent and Bruce Wayne and Diana Prince. Today's superheroes are wearing scrubs. This summer, Hershey's is branding special editions of its chocolate bars with your favorite DC characters. Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman will appear on the packaging with their logos stamped right on the candy. Uh, when the candy hits stores in July, frontline workers in New York, L.A., and Philadelphia have already gotten a special delivery. In addition, the company has sent millions in donations to healthcare organizations and recently committed a million towards creating face masks. And that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. You learned so much cool stuff. Dirt alert updates at the top of every hour. Plus, get extended dirt alerts at 820, 1220, and 520. She's so back in an hour. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become a hippotherapist for horses, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> The equestrian queen, Alexis Thompson. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, Bunny. Good morning, Don McLean. Gotta turn my mic on. Good morning, <laughs> Kenny. Hi, Don. Hi. Hi, Jason. Hi, Hi Lex. Hi. And good morning to all of you on this Friday, May 8th, 2020. Coming up on 603, welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to National Coconut Cream Pie Day. Welcome to National Student Nurse Day. Welcome to National Military Spouse Appreciation Day. Welcome to National Provider Appreciation Day and welcome to National Have a Coke Day, everyone. That's right. Yes, have a Coke. Coke 
That's right. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. She may not be drinking a Coke. She's no. probably drinking a coffee. Alexis, oh. how is your coffee? Yeah, my coffee is fantastic. Uh, it's black. It's uh, it's um, Italian roast and okay. uh, steaming hot. Steaming, steaming. Very nice. Good. Oh. Nothing like a cold cup of coffee. <laughs> Don, what? How is your? No, I said nothing like. I'm making a joke. Oh, Don, right, right. how is okay. your coffee vessel? <laughs> um, this was the first sip that I took of my tea. It's the perfect temperature, and I'm so thankful to have it yeah. in my beautiful hashtag mm. Podbrats cup that uh, my talker made for us. It, it is, says Dawn's oh, coffee. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is the biggest. I love that one. It is so large. It's great. And speaking of large and in charge. Hey, baby. <laughs> Kenny, how's yours? This coffee could be strained through a dirty gym sock and it would still be awesome because <laughs> it's my Friday coffee. Cheers. Friday coffee. Cheers Nothing better that. than Friday coffee. You still drinking that iced coffee? No, I'm done. I'm uh, I'm done with it. Uh, I completed it yesterday and uh, I am back to the hot, uh, freshly Jason brewed espresso beverage in my Epcot Center uh, coffee vessel, which continues to the paint continues to chip away. Come on! Which uh, oh. I spent good money for this Lex. Uh, oh, no. When Disney World reopens in 2023, I'm going to ask for a refund. Return it. I'm going to return <laughs> it. Do but, it. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. But yeah, maybe we could match it up with my World War One thermos. Yeah, it's covered with uh, camouflage duct tape. Oh, see, that was <laughs> nice. Yeah, every time I every time I wash it, a little more of the paint chips away. I'm like, come on, Disney. This is and it's my favorite mug, and it really does keep. The coffee. What are you doing? The dishwasher? Or are you yeah, just, yeah. Maybe that I was should my just, question. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe you I should. Do that. Oh, okay, I can't you do can't that. Wash it. Never yeah. wash your coffee mug. Never wash it. Okay. Oh, you need just a good half. Yeah, you need a good <laughs> half inch of coffee scuzz on the inside to really Hot. bring out the flavor. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Maybe that's yeah, Lex. That's probably what it is. It's too the the dishwasher probably gets too hot mm-hmm. and it melts the wrap on the yeah. it melts the wrap on the. The coffee vessel, but okay. Thanks, Lex. I'll get another one when we go back, uh, which, by the way... Which is when? (laughs) Well, we'll get to it in the 7 o'clock hour, but they announced, uh, for you, 6 o'clock, I'll just drop this nugget of knowledge. They announced yesterday, midday, that Disney Springs will start a phased reopening next week. <laughs> oh, that's all the shops. Yeah, that's uh, they, they they jokingly refer to it as the fifth park. But yeah, that's where the restaurants are, all of the shopping. I love it there. You don't uh, have to pay to get in. No, it's the it's one of the it's the only thing you don't have to pay to get in, but you do have to pay, you know, to eat and stuff, but no, right, um, of course, yeah, yeah. But um I love Disney Springs and You should go to the boathouse and yeah, go there. Go to the boathouse everybody. It's favorite restaurant. Uh, started right here by Steve Schischler. Schischler, who started Rainforest Cafe. Um, that's his place, and it's based on Lake Minnetonka. But uh, but yeah, they're they're opening. I was shocked. I was like, oh, I got that alert, and I was like, oh, oh, and that's very soon. Mm-hmm. So you know, not all vendors have to open, um, and you know, there'll be restrictions and and uh, uh, probably less things available. Uh, but Maybe it's opening. Social distancing. <sighs> 
they can still do that there. Yeah. You know, just by letting few people in and making sure, you know, they're wearing masks and things like that. Well, again, I, I kind of think, and I, and, and I think for large, I think for sports teams, I think for movie theaters, I really do think the the business world in in those businesses and those sectors i think they they are really keeping an eye on disney because uh, as i've said before my be- my best friend jen put it so well you know disney is an expert at moving people in and out of their parks uh in yeah. the best of times they're Th- leaders they're leaders lex and they don't mess around so i think the world is watching disney um you know shanghai is going to be the first park to open and it's going to be fascinating to see what do they do what, what will the parks look like? Um, you know, all, we, we know all the cast members will have masks. We know the guests will be required. We know there will be six feet, uh, six foot uh, markers for the, the, the lines. We call them the cues. But what's it going to be like, really? I mean, the day in and day out, I think, I think the NFL is watching them. I think the NBA, um, like I said, I know the movie theaters are going to see how do they do it? I mean, they're so ingenious. I mean, they're, they're, well, they're Disney. I mean, they do this better than anybody. So if, if anybody can think of an idea, it's Disney. Um, so what innovations are they going to come up with to be able to reopen and still be magical? And I know, I know that sounds goofy, but if there's a company that can do it, it's Disney. So I don't know what that means. I you know I don't know if all the masks are going to have characters on it. Oh, they already have those available. You can buy a four pack. Yeah, no, I'm, just, I'm making a kind of a joke oh, of oh, like how, yeah, how do they make oh, safety right. precautions? How do they make safety precautions fun and less scary? And you know what I mean? And I and they're yeah, real- your favorite princess. Yeah. So I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to watch. So Colin called yesterday, or he sent a text message yesterday. He goes, "Okay, so do you want me to start booking a trip?" Um, and I go, we we laughed. I said, "Um, let's give it a few days. Let's just uh, let's let Disney <laughs> Springs open for a while, and then we'll see." But, um, did you have a dream? Did you have a weird? I dream? didn't have a dream. No, but there's something <sighs> called dream feeding. That's a dream. Okay. Because again, we we like to play this game of what does the other mean on our sheet. Lex right. wrote, Lex wrote, dream feeding is a dream. Mm-hmm. I have a copywriter. My um, my boyfriend MC tells me what to put on the sheet so that it'll be recognized. He's like, if you want oh, them to talk fun. about that, put mermaid sex on there. I love that. Well, Lex, ah. you got my attention, girl. Okay, so a girlfriend told me about this. She has three kids. And, uh, you know, Zen isn't the best sleeper sometimes. And so, (laughs) no, really, baby life. I love the way you said that. He's not the best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so she said, why don't you try dream feeding? And I was like, what is that? And so when um, you kind of anticipate when, you know, he's going to wake up. Mm -hmm. But before that, you you get your bottle, your boob ready, and you just (laughs) get going. And right before he wakes up, or I mean, it's not right before, but you can tell, you know, he's kind of like inching around a little bit and moving around. Yeah, yeah. You give him the bottle. And his eyes, you could see under his lids were like, hello. Thank you. So he's laying in his bassinet and you feed him and he's just super happy. Is he awake or asleep? uh, He's asleep. He's asleep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got guys, dudes, uh, hetero dudes will love this until the day they die. This is the best way to wake up that you could possibly imagine. Just 
yeah, slip a little boob in there. We a little boob in there. Wake up no, and uh, that leads to every day is a good day when that's right. how you wake up. I know. I told he was feeling real jealous about this. It's so funny you brought I don't that blame up because he was like, "Wait a second, this kid's yeah. got it made." Yeah. We wrap him in a blanket and carry him around, and he gets you know, fed before he even says he's hungry. That bosom envy thing is a real deal for fathers. I mean, we 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 don't get them for you know a year or so. It's 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 tough. Yeah, it's really really yeah. tough. I have a serious question though, Alexis. <laughs> sure. Is the idea of this to keep him asleep? Yes. So that he doesn't wake. Okay. Right. And but so you're you still trying need to, to train him. him to sleep longer by exactly. just like I'm just going to feed you while you're sleeping. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. So you do have to still burp him, yeah. but he's already in a milk coma. Yeah. So you just have to keep that rolling. You just be quiet, you know. Yeah, not I, like super loud. I have yeah. questions, Lex. Okay. Can we, let's take a break. Milk oh, coma. Sure. And after, on the other <laughs> side, I have I have questions about the milk coma. Sure. I have Kenny straight guy interjection there. Oh, I got to talk. Uh, any, I was yes. trying to move on from No, that. I mean, that's why it's great having a straight guy on our show. Uh, we'll be right back, everyone. What's up, cowboys and cowgirls? All you crazy cats and kittens. It's Jason and Alexis live right here on my talk window 71 for this Friday, May 8th, 2020. 619 is the time. We're talking to Alexis about uh, boobs and breastfeeding and um, <laughs> dream feeding and dream feeding. Yes. Kenny getting uh, very sad over there. And um, okay. He's just channeling his on hell right now. I know, seriously. And you're totally. very right, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, Lex. I, I, something yeah. in my brain is not allowing me to process this. Okay. Okay. So you're you're he's you're dreaming. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. he's okay, dreaming. So, so he's asleep. Okay. And so let's say he goes to sleep at eight o'clock. I know four. around like eleven, twelve, he'll be waking up, right? Yes. So to anticipate that, I will make sure that I have a bottle ready to go when he starts stirring a little bit. Okay. Or my boob ready. Now, I've done it two nights. I did one each night. Okay. And so, right before he, you know, right as he's waking up, you just shove the bottle or the boob in his face, and he starts eating. And then he calms down. So he, goes not back crying, he goes back he goes to sleep. And he goes back to sleep. And because he's oh, milk okay, drunk, okay, you, can just, you can burp him and then put him back in his bassinet. And then he sleeps longer, which is great. Otherwise, you're, he's screaming. You're up. You just, it's just uh, a nightmare. It's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. Yeah. So my girlfriend, who has three three kids, she told me about this, and I thought, you know, let's just try it. And it is a dream because, yeah, he just he went right back to sleep, and um, at least till three. Oh, that's pretty good. Wow. That's that, and that's good, right, Lex? That's, that's really a good. yeah. Oh, this could be a new life for you. Oh yeah, I think this is a game changer for sure. Oh, nice, Lex. Okay, now I get it. Yeah. Now I. I... Something in my brain was not allowing me to process it. But it's funny because I thought about that too. Like just. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thinking, gosh, can you imagine just waking up and then like you're hungry and then food is just right there for you? <laughs> There's giants come around and carry you around in blankets. Oh. And- 
yes. change you and Giants. you know I wouldn't want to bathe you yeah or us you know um. and like bathe you and just give you what you need and rock you and Sounds go like outside heaven. on our swing. I, I, yeah, it does. Like on the deck, we have a swing, and I'll go out there and I'll just like hold him, and he's just like so cuddly and cozy. I'm thinking, dang, this is amazing. Look at your life. I don't want a boob. <laughs> I don't want a boob, but it would be great just to wake up and. There's like an espresso machine just oh, already right. pouring into my mouth. It's you know right what I mean? There. Exactly. Some of that salted cream cold foam from a Starbucks. Just yeah. you know, I wake up, just my my one eye cracks open, and then I and then I and then I hear I taste the foam. Oh, that'd it's be great. It's a dream, right? And it's a giant giving it to you that is ten times bigger than you. Right. Oh, and I'm nestled in his bosom. Yeah. Oh, I would like that very much. Right. Then he burps you. That, oh, that'd be <laughs> Takes you out oh, to the swing. I would like to be burped. That, good. that would be great. I would, I would yes. like to be burped as an adult. That, that hasn't happened in a while. Just a little tap on the back. That would be great. In a while, yeah. It's been a, been a while. It's been about 40 and 40. God, like God. it's been at least two years since someone's burped me. Well, yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> maybe, maybe tonight. Maybe tonight's my lucky night. I don't know. Oh, that's but, good, but though, But moms or moms out there, you know, if you're having the same thing, this is dream feeding. Uh, there's a lot of resources online too, but it, it really it's wonderful. Good. I mean, after two nights of doing it, who knows tonight? But but hey, still. it's 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 helped you so far. Yeah, it really I mean, has. And I I don't want to speak for you, but uh, two nights of decent sleep—that's two nights of decent sleep you didn't have before. So right. I think a, a win is a win is a win uh, in the sleep category for you. Mm-hmm. So did you? So last night, how are we looking? Three four hours. Yeah, pretty good. Oh, that's good. Okay, yeah. that's fantastic. That's that's good. Yeah. Uh, Six twenty three is the time. I have an update. Uh, I'll get to the the rest of the stuff. Will take too long, and we're up against the clock in this uh, little goofy segment. I told Don, Lex, I and Kenny, I have an update on the Donnie Love text debacle. Oh um, yes, yeah. So I I told you guys, my talkers, that uh, uh, well, a, a sad week ago. Uh, when we when we found out that uh, Ryan and uh, Paul Black and uh, Donnie were no longer going to be with us, um, I, I waited a few hours and then I sent uh, I sent a text to Donnie, um, and uh, and then I didn't hear back from him for a couple days, and then I uh, and then th- he was going to be on Lori and Julia, so I sent another text to say you know good luck, and uh, didn't hear back, and I thought oh gosh. Did I upset him or, you know, did I, did one of our, did one of our bits go too far, you know, and I'm thinking to myself, and then I was doing an inventory, Lex, and, you know, me being sensitive, Sally, I'm like, no, wait a minute. Every bit we've ever done about that show was for Donnie and against the girls. (laughs) (laughs) I thought, no, wait a minute. We were always on the side of good and justice. How could he be mad, you know? Um, (laughs) Love you, girls. Uh, (laughs) So anyway, and then I talked to Don, and and, and Don kind of had the same thing. And then I texted, (laughs) B. Arthur was texting me about something, and I go, hey, Am I can you can you give me a reality check here? Am I being sensitive, Sally Jason? And I told her she goes, No. She goes, you know, he's probably just ingesting everything. Anyway, well, I texted the wrong person. Um it, it t- come to find out I got the number from Donna Valentine. I was texting a, an ex-friend or an ex-boyfriend of Donna Valentine who basically told me to stop texting him. Uh I got the real number from Alexis Kabubowicz Thompson last night or yesterday. I texted Donnie. 
And I got a response in about 37 seconds. I see. Yeah. Of course. Of course I did. And he was just the uh, as sweet as you could want him to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I missed him reading that text. And uh, yeah, what a what a good guy that Donnie love. So there we go. All is well. Thank you, Lutz, for giving me the real number. Yes. (laughs) Follow us on social media, everyone. Lex of the Cities, Dawn at Dark, Jason Matheson. And if you know what's good for you, don't you dare follow Kenny. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. And now, a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. Well, everybody can see that she's cracking up. Slowly and surely, and who can blame her? I mean, she finds out that her daddy, Digger Barnes, is no relation at all. And her real father is a saddle tramp and a thief, and her mother's a whore. Who could find it in their heart to hate that poor little girl, this has been a sweet moment with J.R. Ewing. Very sweet. And starting next week, we have a new round. More very soft and tender moments of J.R. Ewing coming next week. So, yes. Welcome back, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk with 071 Everything Entertainment. I'm Jason, Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Happy weekend, everyone. Happy, happy weekend to you and you and you. Thank yes. you. I don't even know what weekends mean anymore. But it is Mother's yeah, Day it? weekend. <laughs> True. And Lex, it's your first Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, it is. Oh. Yeah. So happy early Mother's Day, Mama. Thank you. Yes. So, and happy uh, Mother's Day to your mama. Yes, of course. Um, We've had this your on- Your mama, the- too. Thank you. Yeah, I talked oh, to her ye- I talked to her yesterday for uh, a considerable amount of time. I think we have figured out the social security nightmare. Oh. Um, oh, just like Lex gave a little boob um, uh, public service announcement to new moms. Yeah, dream um, feeding. A dream feeding. Let me give a quick public service announcement um, for anyone, because we got a couple emails when I mentioned the, the problems my mom was having with social security following the death of her husband, blah, 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 blah. You know, especially with the COVID-19 pandemic, most of these government offices are closed. So my mom, you know, can't even get answers uh, Mm. on a lot of these questions. Well, Colin had the idea um, to set up an online account at the Social Security website. And initially I'm thinking, oh, it's a government website. It's going to be worthless as boobs on a turtle. It's not going to, you know, it's going to be hard to do, blah, blah, blah. I set it up for her last night and I have to tell you. It answered every question we had. Oh, um, great. It was chock full of information for my mother. Um, why is this the widow's benefit? And why, you know, what are the deductions? And why is the why are the deductions that much? And it broke down her Medicare. And, and specifically, uh, here's how much they take up for the prescription. And here's how much they take up for this. Everything she kind of wondered, because she was trying to do the crazy math by herself. Mm. Why am I getting oh, okay. such and such? And it was driving her, it was driving her nuts. And we logged on and everything, every question we had was answered for her in her profile. Awesome. And it was just, it was a nice resource um, in this time where, you know, offices like that are shut down and you can't get a lot of uh, answers. Yeah. So just a little service announcement, public service announcement. Um, the Social Security website is actually pretty good. So yeah. Just the thought of doing that sometimes, you know, it's just so demotivating Ugh. to have to call or to, to, to jump online. Because, you, yeah, you immediately think, like, this oh. is going to be helpful. Yeah. Well, it but took so me. so glad that's the opposite. Oh, yeah. It took me all of maybe five minutes. I'm not joking to set up her account. I set it up for her. I had her on the phone, you know, so she could tell me, 
Oh my goodness. Bury the lead. Oh. In the middle. Okay, so oh. I had to. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, sorry. I did put. I forgot to tell I you guys. I saw a snake or something. No, I forgot. I put two extra shots of espresso in my coffee today. Oh my so God. I am a we little. I'm a little. <laughs> I'm a little tigger today. I'm a little uh, bouncy, chouncy, fancy, fancy, fun, 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 fun. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Alexis, yes. I was stunned last night. Like Colin came into the office, the podcasting studio. He was helping with dinner. Um, so I'm like, Mom, you know, da 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 da. I, you know, I have these questions, and so we were. Uh, I she was answering all these questions, and I said, Oh, and by the way, I said, Can I ask you? I said, I don't know this. What's uh, what's Grandma's middle name? Um, and that would be her mom, my grandma Mazak, that I always speak uh, talk about. Um, she's the one that I watch Dallas with, and she goes. Mercedes. What? That is the coolest name in my, the whole wide world. My grandmother. Cool. Oh, well, yeah. let me tell you my mother's full name. My grandmother's full name. Her name was Evelyn. Evelyn Mercedes Marciniak. Um, and then cool. she became then she became um Evelyn Mazak when she married my grandpa. But Evelyn Mercedes. Sounds awesome. like someone from Falcon Crest. I, I have ne- I never ever I, I never knew that. I go. Mother, I go. I start laughing. and Go. Is that really her? Ma- her middle name? She was. Yes, Evelyn Mercedes. And I was. I was like, bold. It knocked Love. me over with a feather. I, that was. Yeah. Anyway. So. <laughs> I thought that was fun. Okay, yeah, six thirty. Love that. Six thirty-six. Um, we've had this on the question. Sh- like, what is my grandparents' middle names? I don't. know. I can't answer. Do you know that, Lex? No. Well, one of them I know is Jean. Actually, my grandma Marilis. But my other grandma, I don't know. Oh, I know. Anyway, do I. anyway I interesting. Know. I felt the same thing. I okay, was like, so "You're not alone, Jesus." No, oh, I know Betty from Earl and Betty because it's Betty Sue. I mean, how how mo- yeah. more Tennessee can you get? Um, yeah, it's Betty Sue, Betty Sue Ciphers, and then Betty. And then, but I I don't I never knew Evelyn. I never knew my grandma Evelyn's middle name, but Mercedes. I was like, yeah, that is awesome. awesome. She was already <laughs> an awesome lady in my heart, and now she's even awesomer. And I really never need to have four shots of espresso again. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Oh, I like it. This is, we're partying, man. Down oh, I'm sorry, Dawn. Yeah, I, I apologize, Dawn. I'm, yeah, I'm okay, little... so you said something was on the grid. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Hollywood. We've been yes. wanting to talk about Hollywood on Netflix right. for, for days now. We just haven't gotten to it. This is Ryan Murphy's latest creation. Oh. One of his first, other than the politician, with his deal with Netflix. Yeah. Uh, Darren Chris is in this. Uh, Dylan McDermott is in this. Uh, um, uh, Patty Lapone is in this. Um, some great newcomers uh, are in this. Lex, I turn yeah. it to you. Uh, thoughts? I hated it. <laughs> I oh. really did. I, Jace, you know how I am with Ryan Murphy. It's like either really hit or real miss. And and just to be fair, I only watched one episode of it, and the whole time I felt very sad for the character. I don't know if this is real. Is this based on stuff that happened? Um, it's okay. So he, he goes He's to Hollywood. Pi- yes. He wants to be an, an actor, a big time actor. He goes to the auditions and they never pick him and never pick him. So, you know, he has to make money somehow. His, his wife is pregnant and she's a, a, a server. And then he ends up pumping gas, but it's actually a prostitution place. The brothel. Where- a brothel is this up there and Chris doing this? No. no oh, okay. Yeah, this guy, he's, yeah, really good looking. and I was suddenly yeah. interested. 
He's from Missouri. His character is. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. great. Missouri uh, prostitutes. Awesome. Right, yeah. <laughs> Basically. And then... It's the show me state. <laughs> there you go. He's showing a lot in this show. <laughs> in this show. Oh. And so, so then, yeah, people drive up to get gas, and they say they want to go to Dreamland, and then he, they hop in the car, and then they go to a hotel or wherever. I just... You know, it's almost glamorizing it, which I think, oh, is it's that can't be an an easy life or a fun life. You know, I, this is just my own thing. And maybe if you are listening and you're having a different experience, please let me know. But I can't imagine that, that it just it feels like it's glamorized, and like some of the realities of you know the things you, you have to do and what your life must be like and then he goes home to his wife and she has no idea and it just oh i just felt like just frustrated and then at the very end there was a little glimmer of hope because something happens but i don't know if i'm gonna go back jace well here's a little bit this is the beginning of the trailer and alexis set this up uh, unintentionally uh, perfect uh this is the the golden tip gasoline station no uh, no yeah that really? is not the name of it wow yep, yep. golden tip gasoline <laughs> and there's a lot of conversations Crazy. that don't seem believable this guy What's thinks that he's a cop and you would never be that forthcoming with a cop if you think it's the cop a cop you know here's Some a little dialogue was a little here's a little bit of hollywood <laughs> This town's all about dreams. And some of my customers don't just come here for gas. What's the password again? Dreamland. Dreamland. I want to go to Dreamland. Get in the car with them, have a drink maybe. You know, sometimes, sometimes you have to service. No. Well, and that's now the gas, the, the gas station is just one aspect of the show. I will say that. Um, okay. and, it, and it is actually an aspect that is true. Um, now they used real people, they used real circumstances, kind of melded it together in this, in this narrative, but the, this gas station really existed, um, in Hollywood in the golden era. Um, and some big names you allegedly used to frequent this gas station. Um, Rock Hudson, uh, one of them, Rock is actually portrayed in this movie by an actor named Jake, uh, picking, um, Oh, not Truman Capote, but, um, oh, there's a famous uh, author. Anyway, there's a lot of famous clients. Vivian Lee was, was said to have uh, um, uh, uh, really? frequented this gas station. Clark yeah, a guys drive through. Clark Gable uh, was rumored, uh, and a lot of directors. Um, so, But this is just one aspect. The, the, what he's trying to do, what Ryan is trying to do is... What if Hollywood in the golden era was more friendly to the uh, to gay folks and people of color? What would that have been like? Mm. Um, and that was that's really the narrative that really takes off Lex after okay, the first I episode. Love this, I love the spirit of that. And look, Ryan Murphy, the exposure he gives to people and different types of people and the creativity like i love that he's just coming out with ideas all the time i every time i want to love his stuff every single time and then you one, just don't right and this one just again i was like oh i feel sad mm. like i watch it i'm like god i'm sad um, i don't want to feel sad right now well let's take a break because okay, you've you've watched d- deeper than me. I've only watched one. Uh, yeah, episode. I'll fill this in. And we're talking about Hollywood. Yeah, and Hollywood and Netflix. I'll fill this in a little bit more, uh, and I'll kill. I'll tell you what I think. And I've okay, watched uh, about four or five. Uh, oh, we'll, good. We'll be back after this. 
It is 646. Welcome back, everyone. Let's get caught up with the news uh, of this hour with our friend Matt Belanger from 5 Eyewitness News. Good Friday morning, my talkers. Making news across the country this morning, one of President Donald Trump's personal military valets has now tested positive for COVID-19. This is the first confirmed case of the virus in the West Wing of the White House. President Trump says he's had limited interaction with that individual and he has tested negative for the virus, but the president and vice president are being tested for COVID-19 now every day. Here at home in Minnesota, a lot of people are getting ready for the fishing opener this weekend. Fishing of course is such big business in northern Minnesota. Many resorts are optimistic but also remaining cautious right now. They're making changes to allow for social distancing. And many say that they're pretty full even though there are not going to be any fishing charters this year. People are just planning to bring their own boats who are nearby. The Department of Natural Resources does say that this is not the year to be traveling across the state for the fishing opener. Anglers are encouraged to only travel as far as they can go and come back on one tank of gas. Coming up at nine o'clock this morning, state officials are going to release some guidelines for graduation ceremonies. You know, high schools and school districts have been busy making changes, and in Minneapolis and St. Paul, students are going to have a different type of experience this year. They'll have a virtual graduation ceremony. There will still be speakers and other familiar parts of the programs. But some districts are planning to still try and hold in-person celebrations. Anoka Hennepin is planning outdoor graduations at its six high school buildings, but they're going to be scared back in size, limited to the graduate and two guests. And in Shakopee, there is still a big graduation ceremony outdoors that's planned. It's been pushed back now and is currently scheduled for late July. I'll have more on what state officials say and the guidelines they release for these ceremonies coming up on 5 Eyewitness News at midday at 11 o'clock this morning. For now, I'm Matt Belanger. Back to you. Thanks, Matt. 24 hours a day headlines available at kstp.com. Right now, though, 648. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis. In the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Jace with Lex, Don, and Kenny. Uh, wrapping up our conversation about Netflix's Hollywood, which is available right now. Um, six, seven, uh, seven episodes um, from Ryan Murphy and Ian Brennan. Uh, cast uh, uh, Darren Chris, Dylan McDermott, Jeremy Pope, Holland Taylor, Jim Parsons, Patty Lapone. It's a stellar cast. Um, and it's all about that's true. In 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 the basically the easiest way to say this is post World War II Hollywood, uh, the golden era. What would happen if Ryan Murphy uh, took a magic wand and got rid of homophobia, uh, got rid of racism, and uh, basically almost got rid of the studio system? And poof, everything was great. That's basically the concept of the show. What would it be like, um, Lex? I don't yeah. love it. Oh, you don't? Okay. I don't Boy. love it. How many episodes? Because oh. I've only watched one. I like wasn't four. expecting that. I don't Same, love it. Kenny. <laughs> I uh, I got to tell you, and Colin dislikes it even more. And we both said the same thing. We finished the episode that we finished last night. Uh-huh. And we both said we should be loving the show. Right. We want to love the show, but we do not. And I it's don't over the top. Is that what you're? Um, That's you I know what? It's a first... little. It's a little too over the top, and it's a little. You know what it is? It's a little too self-important. And Ryan Murphy uh, can be like that sometimes, yeah. where his messages are just kind of uh, 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 hit right. hit you over the face, right. and there's no subtlety. And I get that. You know, uh, you, some of these messages uh, deserve to be hit over the viewer's face with a sledgehammer but 
I don't know. It, it just, it, I, I just didn't enjoy it's it. It's too glamorized. Um, it's too and glamorized. And a lot of conversations, too. I was like, that wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't. Yeah, that so much didn't bother me. And, like, the the struggle, you know, the gas station uh, plot line, the thread that the, that the actors have to work at this gas station to follow their dreams, that didn't bother me because that really happened. And right, right. and this yeah. story, yeah. Um, what actually bothers me is a lot of these struggles, because of the magic wand they wave over the story, a lot of the struggles of the real people they're portraying have, mm-hmm. been, have been magically t- taken away. You know, in this movie, Rock Hudson can kiss his boyfriend at the premiere of his movie. <laughs> um, right. Rock, yeah, Rock Hudson died not uh-huh. being able to do that. No, no way. Um, you know, the, the actress they, that they portrayed, uh, whose name... I deeply apologize. She was uh, unfortunately famous for jumping off the Hollywood sign. Oh, yes. Um, they right. change her, you know, in the movie or in the series. Poof, she's fine, girl. Um, so I know the hmm. point they were trying to make with that. But for me as a viewer, that was lost. It To me, it seemed yeah. um, and it, it didn't resonate. It, it didn't. It seemed like they should have shown the struggles. Um, it's interesting that you say this, Jason, because this has uh, come highly recommended to me uh, from a friend. And the reason I've avoided it is because of my dislike for rewriting history. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. history, and I love when history is portrayed correctly, uh, especially nowadays where I feel everything should be portrayed co- uh, correctly. And it's why I've avoided it, because I don't like the rewriting of history. Uh, you did mention briefly Clark Gable, yeah, uh, and, and it's fairly well known that Clark Gable had to uh, sex his way to the top, yeah, uh, with both guys and women, yep, uh, and, and that he was uh, absolutely obsessed with sex, um, and that he basically, in order to become a star, had to sleep his way into that position. Um, and I'm kind of interested uh, interested in how he was portrayed very he's in it not he's not a main character at all um he's referenced um but no but a lot of these a lot of these characters are kind of molds uh mixtures of a whole bunch of people um sure rock is rock i mean he's portrayed he has there's an actor portraying him and they call him rock hudson um but like some of the studio bosses are a mix of louis b mayer and jack warner um, kind of a meld of, of several people. Uh, Jim Parsons plays kind of a sleazy Hollywood agent who forces oh. Rock Hudson uh, basically to, uh, I can't even say what he makes Rock Hudson do, mm. but he's based on a real person uh, or several real agents. Um, so, and that's a tricky thing too. You're like, okay, is this real? Is this, and, and I get that this is, this is all dramatized. Uh-huh. But it's, was Howard Hughes portrayed at all? No, or, Howard uh, is mentioned. Like He's mentioned. Kukor. Uh, uh, well, George Kukor. <gasps> thank you for mentioning George Kukor because he is, he plays a pretty big part uh, in this. His parties were legendary in Hollywood. Um, right. George Kukor uh, was a, a famous director, youngins, and actually one of the five, six directors uh, credited with The Wizard of Oz and uh, Gone and with the gone. Wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Kukor used to have these late night parties where um, there would be dinner around five, um, and he would always have a mix of people. He would have Vivian Lee. He would have uh, Tulula Bank, and then and then he would have just commoners like the gas station owner. 
And then about 10 o'clock at night, um, there would be guys that would come in. Uh, guys uh, brought in from various uh, uh, confidants of QCOR, and then the real party would begin. So all these players were allowed to go into cottages that QCOR owned and in the back of the property and, uh, and well, be themselves, as they say. Um, right. So that is portrayed. There is a party. You see kind of what you see Vivian Lee kind of unraveling because, you know, the, the story goes she – she was a little bit of a mess um, during yes. points of her life. Um, yes, yes. That is portrayed. So those moments are fascinating. Um, but but like Lex, darn you, Ryan Murphy. I want to love you. You make it really hard to love you, Ryan Murphy. So Yeah, I mean, the inclusion and everything that he stands for. I yes. Think, yeah, we love it. It's just. It it's sounds like I better watch this just to. Should it. I watch it to hate watch it? Yes, you Try should. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, and Lex. But, you, well, I want to make one point before we, we're up against the clock here. Lex, yeah. it, I thought of you because Darren Chris fought for this, and he didn't have to fought, fight hard. Uh, Ryan Murphy agreed to it. Darren Chris's character acknowledges uh, the background that Darren Chris has. He A big threat is that Darren Chris comes out in Hollywood as half Filipino. Whoa. And makes a statement about that. Yeah, that was pretty powerful and cool to okay, see. Maybe I'll watch that one. Yeah. yeah, we're like cousins, you know. Yeah, I know you. Yes, you are, girl. I thought about you. <laughs> Hollywood on Netflix. We're gonna take a break, everyone, and we will be back following these important messages. It's a beautiful day.